0: Jimmy's Table. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Jimmy's Table podcast, jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey, where I like to have conversations about faith, life, culture, and sometimes food. So, today is episode 83, in which I'm going to provide you 10 tips about working from home. Recently, because of COVID, a lot of people are working from home. And recently, I received notification at work that my position has transitioned into a full-time work-from-home, permanent work-from-home gig, and that I will no longer be going into the office. And I'm like, woo! yeah, all right. (laughs) Um, It's something I've been begging and pleading for from my capitalist overlords for quite some time. And it's something that I've really pushed for no matter what department I've worked at at work. Uh, And I've always found that uh, there's been a little resistance in corporate America about working from home because at the end of the day, a lot of managers, in my opinion, are pretty old school when it comes to working from home and managers like to be seen. Managers like to see people with butts in seats uh, and seats in buildings uh, and buildings on giant sprawling campuses. Nothing makes a manager and executive leader feel more like they are important and have something to do than to have that sort of dynamic going on. So working from home has typically made certain managers that I've worked for over the years um, kind of nervous. And, uh, but nevertheless, a lot of managers are starting to adapt, including the place that I work for at the Big Bad Bank. And so today I wanted to provide 10 tips about what you can do about working from home to make your life and your work a little bit better. But before I get into that, I want to play this uh, clip from the classic cult movie, Office Space, just as a, a little inspiration for today's show. Next batter looks like a Peter Gibbons. Uh-huh. Oh, there you are. We are just talking about you. You must be Peter Gibbons. Uh-huh. Terrific. I'm Bob Slidell. This is my associate, Bob Porter. Oh, hi, Bob. Bob pretty much a, go ahead and grab a seat and join us for a minute. Or two. You see what we're actually trying to do here is we're just we're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. so if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah, great. Well, I generally come in at least fifteen minutes late. Uh, I use the side door that way lumber can't see me. <laughs> And, uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Till I'm uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk. But it looks like I'm working. I do that for, uh, probably another hour after lunch, too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. So my goal today is to help you not become like Peter Givens, where he only maybe do 15 minutes actual work. And maybe you did that in the office that you worked at. I don't know. Um, But I'm hoping today with these tips to provide you uh, so that you can create a good work-life balance and uh, to make you maximally productive so you can be the rock star that you've always wanted to be while working from home because frankly at the end of the day we don't want to give them any reason once we're now working from home to drag us all back into the office. And hopefully that won't happen as corporations cancel rent leases and sell buildings and all that fun stuff. Uh, So since they can't drag us back into the office, we still want to stay productive because we do want to eat at the end of the day and we still like getting a paycheck. Uh, So I'm hoping these today, these 10 tips, will help you uh, be as successful as possible while working from home. So here we go. Tip number one, have a dedicated workspace. Even if you don't have a home office that you can close the door, too, and I know that everybody has that set up depending on the size of your house and what your current arrangement is. You should you should still set up some sort of dedicated workspace. Don't work in bed or while sitting in the bathtub. <laughs> Or sitting on your front porch, although if you have, I guess, a pretty nice front porch that's covered or closed or screened in or something, that could be okay. I know a guy who uh, works off his back porch and it's like kind of a covered back porch or something. I think that's pretty cool. But at the end of the day, you need to have a dedicated workspace. Find a spot in your home that allows you to be productive. and You know where that place is. And it's probably not your living room. It's probably not your kitchen. Am I right? (laughs) Um... If necessary, I think you should put up a divider that ultimately separates where you work from where you live. The kind of dividers that you might see that people often set up in studio apartments so they can make their studio apartment have like a sense of having some sort of room. Uh, you You need to work from a place that will ultimately allow you to minimize your distractions and reduce the background noise. You don't want to be in a place where you can hear your kids working uh, or your dog barking or your Roomba vacuum going off throughout the day. Uh, You need to, you know, be a place that can be as noise free as possible and to reduce all that sort of noise so that you can focus on your work. And so that hopefully you're not, uh, if if you get on a conference call of some sort, that people aren't being distracted by what's going on. Behind you, because I know I gotta say I've listened to some conference calls. I've been on some training uh, stuff where you could clearly hear uh, people watching The prices Right <laughs> in the background. So try to try to minimize that. I know that's not gonna be always possible, but do your best. Create that separate workspace. Um, and so whether you gotta throw up a curtain on a rack uh, or get some sort of collapsible, foldable wall, or just put up a good divider of some sort. Do whatever you can to create a special workspace. And if possible, if you can, get some sort of headset for conference calls that has some sort of like noise canceling feature so that if you do have noise going on in the background, that noise is ultimately minimized so that folks only hear your voice and not what your uh, kids are learning from their math teacher. Am I right? Don't just rely on that junkie built-in microphone, you know, make it feel like work and allow people who you have to uh, talk to on the phone or do a a Zoom call or Skype call or whatever, allow them to feel like you are in a workplace too. Uh, Keep work at work, home at home, and even though you're working from home, you should still create some sort of separate space so that it truly feels like work. Tip number two, Make your workspace a happy space. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Right? <laughs> uh, add some color to your room, folks. If you need to, get some paint out. Make it fun. Throw up some, you know, drapes or some sort of posters or some sort of baseball pennants, hockey pennants. Uh, I have, I'm have. i looking at it right now as I record a podcast, which is in my office. I have a picture of Jordan Tutu, a former Chicago Blackhawks, Uh, guy slugging it out with a guy on the Pittsburgh Penguins and it's an autographed photo I have hanging um, from the wall that I'm on that's cool, it it provides a little inspiration uh, for where I work, not not that I'm trying to punch people out or slug it out or or (laughs) or any sort of thing like that, but you know at the end of the day, this room that I'm in makes me happy Um, and it should make you happy, you should be glad to be sitting where you're sitting at Um, You shouldn't make it feel like a cubicle, like you might have sat in at work. Um, I know when I worked in cubicle heaven, as I like to call it. And by cubicle heaven, I mean walking into a massive building. And all you see is row after row of cubicle after cubicle. Uh, You you wanted to try to make such places at work a happy place. Add a little more splash of color. Add a plant. uh, You know, whatever you could do. Add some some special lights or something um, you know you don't want your your office space feeling sterile and depressing if you're gonna be there 8 10 12 14 hours a day you know try to make it a cool place to to be a place that you feel comfortable a place that has a lot of light sit some near sit some uh, sit near some windows um, and try to get as much natural lighting as you can if possible and set yourself up for success make that office space comfortable. make don't now, don't get me wrong, don't go slouching on your lazy boy. Um, but invest if you can afford it in a good chair to sit in, something that's a particularly comfortable, something that has good lumbar support, uh, something that you can lean in, something that has something for you to rest your arms on. Um, try to avoid if possible, sitting at the kitchen table or the dining room table. Keep everything you have. At arm's length, you shouldn't have to go downstairs in order to get pens and pencils or paper or something to write notes on. Everything that you have should be at a possible arm's length from you. Um, And so make sure all the supplies that you have are always located somewhere where you can quickly access them if you need to. You ultimately want to be set up for success at the end of the day and having a nice, organized, neat Uh, office space that's full of color, that makes you happy to be at work while you're working from home is something that you should ultimately strive for. Tip number three, keep your work area clean and well organized. At the end of the day, you're a professional. So act like it. Don't let food and dishes and other stuff just pile up around your work area for days upon days Keep everything clutter-free. Treat your work area at home just like you would treat an office or cubicle at work. If not, better, because it is your home at the end of the day. And if you have an elaborate setup with multiple monitors and all sorts of goofy configurations like I do, like I have three monitors, a docking station, a laptop, earphones, a router, and all sorts of stuff, Uh, set up at my office in my home. Uh, Do whatever you can to hide those wires. um, Zip tie things together if you need to. um, And really think about the layout of how everything is. You want it to be neat. You want it to be professional. uh, And you want everything just to look like an office. Because that's what you're working at at the end of the day. You may be working from home. But where you're supposed to be working is your office space. uh, So treat it. Like your office space. Tip number four: start your day on time and end on time. Especially if you're a salaried employee, um, because the temptation while you're a salaried employee will be to be able to work, since you're working from home to just to work all day into all hours of the night. And, and you know, sometimes that may be necessary. Um, and you may need to put in more than 40 hours a week in order to work. But at the end of the day, I still think you need to make sure you create a work time and a living time. Um, you need to strive for that work-life balance. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you create a definite schedule to separate your work life from your personal life. So keep regular office hours if that's within something within your control. And have a certain sort of drop dead time. A certain time in which you absolutely refuse to work past. Um, and don't allow your employer to take advantage of you just from because you're working from home and you can work all the time. You know, turn your, turn your laptop off. Turn your cell phone off. Uh, make it impossible for people to reach you. You want to be able to have family with your dinner. You want to be able to watch the TV shows you watch. You want to be able to read. You want to be able to have a life outside of work. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you are deliberate in making that possible. Um, Because if you kind of just allow them to, to blur together, soon your entire life will look like work. So don't allow your life to look like work. Keep work and life separate. Tip number five. Start and end your day with a walk. Now that you're not driving into the office, you know, usually spending 30, maybe even 60 minutes commuting to and fro. I I used to spend the better part of 45 minutes in the morning and about an hour on the way home just driving to work every day. Uh, That involves a lot of sitting. Well, guess what? (laughs) Now you have plenty of opportunity and more time than ever to physically take care of yourself. So take advantage of that. You have more opportunity than ever to become physically lazy now that you're working from home if you're not careful. The temptation is to move straight from bed, to shuffle over to the office uh, space that you're going to be working from. Uh, Maybe go downstairs and have a bite or snack or something. Shuffle up back to work and then just, uh, you know, slouch on the couch after you're done with work at the end of the day. Don't be like that. Build some exercise into your daily routine. You'll find that it'll help clear your mind, get your blood flowing, and fight the general lethargy that you could be tempted to experience uh, while working from home. And I, and I believe that's a very real thing and it's very important to do because you, know, you will suffer um, from working from home if you just allow yourself to slouch. And to not be physically active because you're no longer having to walk around the office. You're no longer having to walk somewhere for lunch. You're no longer having to walk out to your car in the parking lot. You're no longer hopping from this cubicle or this office space to another or this conference to that. Or standing in line to get coffee with your coworkers or any of that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, that, that can really hurt your productivity at the day if you just become slouchy and slothful and not physically active. And not to mention, it'll just allow you to gain all sorts of weight and have a heart attack and make you stressed out and depressed and, and you know, just, you know, create some emotionally unhealthy, spiritually unhealthy things uh, going on in your life. So, something that I've been trying to really do, especially since, you know, I started suffering from the so-called COVID-19 uh, <laughs> when I first started working from home, is that I'm trying to make it a, a definite point to be physically active. Um, just about every day, if possible, so that I can stay healthy, lose weight, exercise, look good, feel good, and all that sort of stuff. So start an or end your day, depending on what works for best for you, uh, with a walk. When it when it, when I when I could, when it was a little bit brighter out and when it was a little bit warmer out of the morning, I was starting my day with a walk. Um, but I didn't like walking in the dark at six o'clock in the morning. It just I don't feel comfortable doing that, even though I live, you know, in a pretty decent neighborhood. Um, but I just, there's something about walking in the dark that just gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Uh, so, you know, now, uh, that it is, uh, daylight shifting as it's getting in later into the year, um, I am now, as soon as I get done with work, I am, uh, going on a walk around my neighborhood. Try to get in a good 30, 45 minutes, and, uh, you know, I, I feel it makes me feel so much better. And it also allows me to create a clear division in my day and transition um, from life to work or, and it just, you know, or work to life, depending on which order you're doing it at. But it, it helps create that sort of sense of uh, a sacred space in my life um, so that I can clear my heart, clear my mind, and uh, all of a sudden I feel like I actually got off work. Um, or maybe I'm just starting my day, whatever the case, I I feel that division is a healthy one. Um, and it's something you should look to do. You know, maybe you don't have time before or after work because of kids and stuff. I, I don't know, whatever your deal is. But even if you can take a lunch while you're working from home, 30 minutes, go take, go take a walk around the block, just get out and move. And you know, if you're, if you're on that conference call, if you're on that zoom call, or whatever consider standing up while you're at your desk especially if it's not gonna be bothersome Um, if you can just like lift your laptop up so somebody can see you um, you know at face level still stand up pace back and forth you know just keep yourself moving don't just slouch at your office chair all day and I think you will be better for it tip number six eat a healthy breakfast and lunch since you probably don't find yourself going out very often and getting quick meals to go or a bite to eat on your way into the office and going by McDonald's and and getting a biscuit or, or getting fast food for lunch and that sort of thing, use this as an opportunity to eat well. Now, this is something that's definitely a work in progress in my life. I've been a bit on the large size, if you know me. Uh, for quite some time and in addition to walking on a regular basis I'm really trying to eat better um, and working from home affords me the opportunity to eat well on a regular basis um, but while doing that I have to make sure that I'm as not keeping my pantry full of junk food that I might feel tempted to snack on and munch on all day because that can, that can be a real temptation when you're working from home just to quickly go over to the pantry and get a handful of M&M's or something. Um, so, you know, instead of stocking your pantry with a handful of M&M's, think of some of your favorite fruits or veggies to snack on. Um, you know, me personally, I like Fuji apples and I like red grapes. So I try to keep my kitchen full of uh, red grapes and apples that I can just grab on for a quick, quick snack. Uh, I like some carrots and some hummus um and things of that nature so I I feel like if you if you incorporate those things and start putting those things in your kitchen um you know you can really have an opportunity while you're working from home to dramatically improve your health and have a better healthier life um because you don't want to keep gaining weight while you're working from home uh, and letting yourself go tip number seven dress for success I know, I know, it's so tempting while you're working from home to to wear sweatpants and pajamas and t-shirts every day. And I'm not going to lie, I do it a bit. But remember the old Mark Twain saying, clothes make the man, naked people have little or no influence in society. And that's true even if you're working from home. (laughs) Don't work from home naked, folks. Really, don't do it. You know, shower frequently. Try to do it every day if you can. I know it's not necessarily to, to maybe shower every single day. But shower frequently. Shave if you have to. Brush your teeth. Brush your hair. And yeah, you can wear pajamas and sweatpants and jogging shorts and things like that. But don't do it every day. If you wear makeup, put on makeup. Um and you know it's so tempting to let yourself go when nobody sees you on a daily basis uh and it can be very easy to go more than a day without showering or brushing your hair um but I think you need to take care of your appearance it'll I I I've I've, I've found that it'll put you in a more productive mood um it'll make you feel better about yourself Um, and it's just generally a good practice, especially if you have other people in the house that are going to see you. Like just because I work from home doesn't mean my wife should see me dressed all sloppy every day. Um, you know, she should see me in a nice pair of jeans and the occasional polo or button down shirt. I'm not saying that you have to wear a polo every day. But it may not be a bad idea. Put on a polo every now and then. Wear the button-down shirt. I'm not saying you have to put on dress slacks and dress shoes. Um, but it's 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 nice to wear something nice. Dressing nice makes you feel nice at the end of the day. If you look good, you'll feel good. And if you feel good, you'll do good, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure somebody said that. I forget who offhand, but I'm going with it. <laughs> And, uh and what's the old saying about dressing for the job you want not the job you have I think that still works even if you're working from home um and, and you never know when you might have to actually eventually go back into the office and on top of it I you know I've also found from a practical standpoint if you're wearing jean if you're wearing blue jeans or something every now and then you're kind of gonna notice if you start gaining weight whereas if you wear, pajamas or, or jogging pants or sweatpants or what have you, you know, you're going to find that uh, if you're not careful, <laughs> uh, you're not going to have any way of knowing if you've gained any weight because those pants tend to be a little on the stretchy side. Um, so, you know, those loose-fitting clothes can suddenly fill, up, fill out, you know, gain an extra 10 or 20 pounds, and you won't even know it until the next time you try to put on a button-down shirt or blue jeans, and it's been six months, and all of a sudden you're like... Oh my! <laughs> so you know, dress, dress for success. Dress for your health. Dress to feel good about yourself. And frankly, you know, you may have to occasionally drop in on a Zoom call or a conference call or something where people are going to see you. So look good. Um, take pride in the way you look, and don't just be a hundred percent casual all the time. Just because you can be a hundred percent casual. All the time. Tip number eight, try to talk to at least one or two of your coworkers on the phone every single day. I know it can be easy just to rely on instant messaging and email, and I'm big on the instant messaging and email. You you can ask my former manager who occasionally listens to this podcast, hey Jake, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of, of just picking up the phone and calling somebody. However, if that's all I'm going to be doing is working from home, you know, I I want to pick up the phone and talk to somebody so I can make that human connection with the people that I work with um, and the people that I work for um, because, you know, a lot of communication um, can sometimes get lost in email and instant message and people can misunderstand you. People won't hear the tone of your voice. And while I don't think you should just randomly call people and not, you know, especially if they don't know you're calling, Jake, uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, schedule that phone call with somebody so that they can be prepared to talk to you um, so you're not interrupting their day um, so that they can make time for you. But it's, it's nice to have that familiar voice uh, to know you still work with actual people uh, so that people don't just feel like. You're just somebody on the other end that they can email all sorts of hateful things to or instant message and then treat you like a jerk. Um, You know, you don't want that. So try to make that human connection, especially since it can be a little lonely working from home. You don't have that sense of camaraderie. You don't have that sense of opportunity to joke around um, and make that really personal connection, a personal connection which I think is absolutely vital to the success of, anybody working for any company. Um, And working from home is going to definitely challenge that. Um, So, you know, do your best to actually physically talk to somebody on the phone um, so so you can have that sense of humanity about what you do. Tip number nine, kind of related to the last tip, but if your work lets you set up a personal profile with a picture, be sure to do that. Not everybody does video conferencing. Like at my work, I don't do any video conferencing. I can't remember the last time I've ever participated in a video conference. Um, but give people an opportunity to know your face even if you're not doing the video conference. And if you have a work profile with some sort of, uh, you know, that allows you to share your picture and what you look like, you know, attach that to your instant message, attach that to your email, attach that to your work profile. You know, as long as it's within your company's profile policies and all that sort of stuff to do that, make sure you set up a good photo of you so that people can put a face to the name and remember that they are dealing with a human being created in the image of God, right? Um, you don't want to just be the nameless. You don't want to just be a faceless email account or a phone number or instant message. Uh, you want to get a sense that people may know you. And let me add this on top of it. Make sure your picture is professional. Uh, I will remember there is somebody that I worked with once upon a time who was new to Corporate America. And they thought it would be cool and great for them to set up as their instant message profile picture at work. A picture of them on the beach holding a margarita. Yeah, I don't need to see what my coworker's chest hair looks like. Okay, <laughs> I don't need to know what's in their what's in their cup. At the end of the day, I don't need to know what they're drinking. Um, so make sure you keep it professional. Make sure it looks nice. Make sure you smile for your picture. Uh, you want people to feel a sense of friendliness about you. To know that you're approachable. And I feel like if you have a, a nice, pleasant picture of you smiling, um, there's nothing more warm and inviting and s- something that screams you can talk to me about what you're, you're having to deal with at work than a, just a nice picture to go with your profile. So do that. And tip number 10, finally, be productive as possible. Do your personal stuff on your own computer and on your own time. And I know you may have some down downtime during the day. I have that at my work, but you know it could be possible that your boss is possibly watching you. Keep in mind your your laptop, your work laptop. You may be at work or may at, be at home working on your laptop, but your laptop is probably still the um, still the property of your company. They have monitoring software, folks. They can log in and see what you're doing at any given moment, which is also a good reason never to work naked <laughs> um, or do anything that could jeopardize your work. Uh, you know, they don't need to see you watching um, Netflix while you have your laptop open, am all right, um, Or anything else for that matter. So do your personal stuff on your own computer, on your own time. If you have a moment or two to do something, Fun, you know, on your own time, like, you know, play solid Hair or whatever. Do that on your iPad. Do that on your iPhone. Set up, you know, a personal laptop somewhere else that you can use if you have a minute or two. Don't be shopping for Amazon Prime stuff on your work laptop. Don't be surfing personal sites on your work laptop. Keep it all professional on your work laptop. Try to have very little overlap into your personal life. And use your personal devices for personal life and professional devices for professional life. So, everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com, episode 83 10 tips from working from home. You can email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. I'm also at Facebook and Twitter. Links to those can be found at jimmystable.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with friends, with family. And if you have any other tips that you'd like to contribute, um, to this, you know, feel free to leave some comments on the show notes at jimmystable.com for episode 83. This has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com, where I'm having conversations about faith, life, culture, and sometimes food. And oh yeah, be sure to leave a five-star review. Don't leave me your one-star or your three-star reviews. Those don't do me any good, and those don't help people find the show. Leave me your five-star review. I'm insecure, and I like to feel good about myself. So leave me that five-star review. I need people other than my mom to tell me they like the show. And she doesn't even listen to this podcast. So, <laughs> Okay, everybody. Jimmy Humphrey, Jimmy's table.com. Jimmy at jimmiestable.com is my email address if you want to reach out. Take care, everybody. God bless, and have a good one. Air smudge.